Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. Y'all, I'm so excited to be hanging out with you. Y'all, my cough is still kicking my freaking butt. I'm so annoyed. COVID was not that bad for me. I had one bad day, but I have this freaking tickle in my throat. I have this gross green mucus. I keep coughing up. And y'all, I'm going to freaking punch a baby if it doesn't if it doesn't get out of my system. I'm literally losing my mind um, that I'm struggling recording these because my freaking voice can't keep up. Um, but y'all, anyways, listen, there's a couple exciting things I just want to tell you. Um, exciting to me. I don't know if they're going to be exciting to you. One, I just want you to know I love you, um, that I appreciate you so much. Um, the, so many of you, so many of you have reached out. Um, and not just females. Dudes, you guys have been reaching out. Um, I can't tell you how awesome that is. Listen, the fact that I'm connecting with males and females and y'all are telling me about how this podcast is helping you. Y'all, it's it's unbelievable. I literally am so grateful for it. Um, it makes me excited to do these. And so if you like this podcast, um, if I've helped you in any way, even if you don't, if you have questions, reach out to me. <clears throat> and speaking of ways of being connected, um, we kicked off a Facebook group this week um, for the Dirty Devotional Podcast. For this group, I call my we've called our Dirty Family. Um, these are people that have stayed connected with the podcast, who love the, what this community values. This idea of being seen, known, and loved, and is looking for a safe place um, to share, to celebrate, to ask questions, to get inside scoop of what's going with the podcast. Listen, that's made for you. It's a private group, um, and so listen. It's a safe place. I'm going to make it a safe place for you. And so be sure to go and join that. Ask, um, try to join it. Ask for permission to, to join and I will make sure you get in there. Um, but I'm so excited about that. But y'all, today we're going to continue our conversation in First Samuel. So just a recap. We've been talking about this guy named Saul. Um, Saul has been called by God to be king of Israel. Israel, who is God's people, um, these are the people that represent God to the rest of the world. They ask for a king, which is a big deal because Israel's never had a king. God's always been their king. And even though God doesn't love it, God approves it. And they end up finding this guy named Saul, um, who is part of the smallest tribe of Israel because Israel is developed into 12 tribes. And basically, he's the least important out of everybody. And this is who God's chosen to be king. It's so ironic. I love how God works. Um, but Samuel or Saul, as we've talked about, super hesitant. He is like, listen, I can't do this. I don't know. Like, this isn't what I had in mind for my life. Um, but basically after a couple chapters, Saul was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. So Saul steps up and he steps into kingship, becoming the first king <clears throat> of Israel. So it's a really, really exciting time. Now it has been, Saul has accepted his, uh, this role as king. Um, God is the one who called them, called him as king. Uh, Samuel, who is the prophet of God, has anointed him as king. So basically all these things have happened. And then the very next chapter in 1 Samuel chapter 11, uh, there is a battle amongst this tribe, basically. And I'm, I don't want to talk a lot about it because it's not important. 
But basically, uh, Saul's kingship is challenged in a way of like the people are like, um, you know, is what's what's going to happen here? Is anybody going to step up and take care of this group of people who want to do these really awful things? Um, basically, want to gouge out all the eyes of these people, is all the right eyes of all these people. It's like, and it, with the intent of being humili- humiliating to Israel. But needless to say, they're like, if somebody doesn't come to your rescue, um, then we're just going to do this. Now, in the past, there hasn't been a king. So it basically has been on God to be able to take care of these situations. And the these Israelites are like, well, we don't know who's going who's gonna to come fight for us. Well, Saul ends up hearing about this. And Saul freaking is like, I'm going to do something about it. And so Saul takes an, a couple oxen, literally rips some of these jokers up into pieces, um, these oxen into all these pieces, mails it out to Israel, and is like, hey, if any of you have a problem with me stopping this, um, I'm going to freaking rip all your oxen up like this. Like, I'm going to jack up your world. Um, and Saul ends up going and fighting for this group and ends up saving them. And the reason I tell you all of this is because at the end of this story is when all the all of Israel says, Saul's our king. We accept it. We approve it. Now, why does that even matter? <clears throat> here's, here's why it matters. Is because God has confirmed Saul's calling. God God's confirmed it. God has made this calling, he's put it on there, but the people haven't accepted it. They haven't embraced it. They know the Saul that was from the smallest tribe. They know Saul who was uh, part of the smallest clan clan of that tribe. They know Saul, the one who's never been involved in politics, who's never led a battle. Um, they, they know Saul as the one who is highly unqualified in their eyes to be able to do this. And in your life, God is going to call you to things. He's going to confirm them in your life before anyone else around you will accept it. And I want you to know that that's okay. It's okay that when you start stepping into something big for your life, we've been talking about stepping out and embracing God's calling. I want you to know that there is a season where people aren't going to hold, like they're going to laugh at you, they're going to abandon you, they're going to talk you out of it because they don't believe that you can do it. People will remember who you were. They'll remember the decisions you've made. I see this all, I saw, used to see this crap all the time in church world, that people would all talk about all kinds of forgiveness, how good of God's grace is. But the moment someone who had made bad decisions in their past tried to step up and do something big for God, everyone was like, well, I remember what they used to do. I remember what they used to do. It's like forgiveness is only acceptable as long as it keeps people at the low level. People are going to remember the decisions you've made. And when God calls you to something big, um, I mean, think of Moses. Moses got called to be the first leader um, to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He was a murderer. People remembered him as a guy who killed people. I can Listen, if you're listening to this, I bet most of you don't have that rap sheet. You may have some drugs. You may have some you know, sexual immorality. You may have done some wild stuff, but you ain't killed nobody. But yet people will look at you and they will remember who you were and the decisions you were. They will remember the bad and compare it to the good that God's called you to. And they will say, hey, this person's too bad for that. They will look at your outward appearance and your giftings. You know, when I when I got called into ministry, um, I used to be unable to speak, um, to do presentations in class uh, because public speaking would make me throw up. 
Um, it would make me physically sick. And I remember when I got called into ministry um, that I didn't get a lot of support because it was like, you can't talk in front of people. What I love is that God has saw something in me before I even saw it in myself, before anyone else around me could see it either. That there's some there's some gifts that are buried inside of you that are going to come out the moment you step into a passion of something that you really love. And so people aren't going to see that. And so they're going to challenge it. They're going to critique it. They're going to condemn you away from the gifts or the, the purpose that God is calling you to. And the last thing people will do is they're going to compare you um, to themselves. Um, in moments like this, people will say, I would imagine with Saul, there were a lot of people in Israel that thought, well, if he could be king, then I could be king. Why? What makes him different than me? What makes him so much more special than me? And people will compare that. They'll say, well, I'm a better speaker than you. I'm better with people than you. I'm more extroverted than you. I'm, um, I have more money than you. I've been a Christian longer than you. Um, I'm smarter than you. And they will compare themselves in one aspect to you and be like, you know, I'm beat that person at this. But what they don't understand is that it doesn't take one thing for you to step into God's calling in your life, that there is a combinations of gifts that make you unique for that role. There are things that they don't see. And so when someone comes at you and says that, you know, I'm smarter than you, it's like, you know what? You probably are smarter than me. You know how people all the time tell me that they know the Bible better than me? They do, that they can speak better, they do. But I hope, I believe that God has given me a combination of things that set me apart from the people around me, that allow me to do this podcast well. And I believe the same is true for you, that there are things, certain gifts that God has put on you, a, a blend, if you will, of talents, a blend of personality that is the perfect alignment to embrace the thing that God has called you to do. If you're waiting for the acceptance of people, you're not going to get it yet. You're not. People are going to challenge you. People are going to tell you why you can't. Um, listen, it's been, listen, I had an awful season of life almost a year and a half ago. To this day, people still tell me why I shouldn't be able to do this. People are still telling people that they shouldn't trust me or listen to me, that I'm still broken and that I'm still wounded and I'm still messed up. And look, and in a lot of ways, they're right. I still do have problems. But what I believe is that I can set aside my mess and lean into God and to say, God, I believe that you called me to this. And so I'm going to do the best I can with what I got, believing that you're going to fill in the gaps that I can't see. And I want to challenge you the same way that forget, you know, screw the people, F the people, for lack of a better word, that aren't believing you, that aren't supporting you, that aren't helping you, um, that aren't giving you the feedback you need to, to step into this. Um, find the people that that are going to have your back. Believe in yourself. Trust that God, if God's called you to it, it's not a mistake. Step into it. Don't wait for affirmation from the people around you because you will die in the rejection and you will never get to step forward with your life. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Lord, thank you so much for this conversation. Um, Lord, people suck sometimes. Let's just say how it is. They do. Um, you're good. People suck. Um, they don't mean to, um, but Lord, it happens. And so, Lord, uh, you've called us to great things, and people sometimes won't see it in us. And Lord, that's okay. Um, Lord, help us to believe in ourselves. Help us uh, have people around us that to support us, even when they can't see the fi- final result. And Lord, more importantly, help us trust you in that process. Uh, Lord, I believe that there are many people that can do incredible things in this world um, that have let the rejection of other people keep them from it. And so, Lord, help them with that. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask all this in your name. Amen.
Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.